What's up, Buffalonians? It's your boy, Nick English. If you want the facts, the stats, and all the sports info in the 716, you have come to the right place. This is English Encore, Buffalo's favorite sports channel. I'm your host, Nick English. I appreciate everyone who's been tuning in and showing me support on both my Spotify episodes as well as my Instagram. Um, if you haven't done so already, please go ahead and go click that nice blue button that says follow on my podcast page. It's at English Encore Podcast, all one word on Instagram. Did a great giveaway of a jersey last week. I'm hoping to have some big news in just a few short weeks to do another giveaway. And I will have no live session, unfortunately, um, for this weekend. I just have a lot going on. And just time frames for a few people I was talking to did not work out. But I will be back with one for next weekend. Um, just stay tuned Thursday or Friday on my Instagram. I'll be posting who my guest is going to be. If you want to go back and watch any of my previous live sessions, you can just click on the IGTV section in the profile and watch them there. The last one I did was a great one with Matt Bove from Channel 7 here in Buffalo. Talk some Sabres hockey and a little bit of Bills football at the end. Um, really worth um, about the 25-30 minutes it was um, today. We'll be getting into some really fun topics. I'll be talking about the NHL playoffs that have started with some surprise teams on the brink of elimination. I'm going to be talking about why Rob Manfred is the worst commissioner in all of sports. And then I'm going to be talking about something that I think needs to be talked about for a debate perspective. I think if you talk about NBA fan or talk to NBA fans in general, and this is where I'm going to start off with today's episode, I think it's pretty much consensus that LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, and Giannis Antetokounmpo, in some way, shape, or form, whatever your order may be, are the top four players in the NBA. Then you go into number five. You have Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, James Harden, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, these young guys, Luka. Trey Young, all coming for that spot. I'm here to tell you that number five on that list should be Damian Lillard. And I'm going to make the case why Damian Lillard is not only a top five player, but why he is now ascending to be the best point guard in the NBA. So just looking at Damian Lillard's career, five-time All-Star. He's never played in less than 73 games in a season. He's started every single game of his career. Since his 2013-14 season, he has never averaged less than 20.7 points. He averaged a career-high 29.1 points and 8 assists this year. And since his rookie season, he has made the playoffs every single year. Now, I've been watching a lot of basketball since it's been back. And after watching last night's game... Dame hit 11 threes and once again pretty much shut down the Nuggets. And the Blazers are now fully healthy. The Blazers are a team that midseason, I said, even though they're not doing great right now because of injuries and whatnot, if they can get into the playoffs and get healthy, they are going to be a scary, scary team. Well, I got news for all you NBA fans in the world. The Blazers are pretty much 99% healthy. The only piece they're missing is Rodney Hood, and they're not going to get him back. But Zach Collins is back. Yusuf Nurkic is back. Whiteside will miss some time with some injury. Is fully healthy. 
CJ McCollum's fully healthy again after he missed a few games um, just being banged up. Gary Trent Jr. has come out of nowhere, guns of blazing in the bubble. Dude has just been going off for them. Carmelo Anthony putting a nice three-piece to his forehead, hitting some big shots for the Blazers. Looks like he's getting back to old Melo, not the same 25-27 per game scorer that he used to be, but a starter for an NBA team proving a lot of people wrong. But what Damian Lillard's been doing isn't something new. He's been doing it for the past three, four years at an extremely high level, just entering his prime. And I understand that Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. He's a great passer, great person, great leader. And anyone who wants to pick Steph over Damian Lillard, I have no problem with that. And I love Steph Curry. Steph Curry is one of my favorite players to watch. He's one of the reasons I watch basketball, especially the NBA, the way I do compared to how I used to. Um, you know, I'd say I always used to say I was a college basketball fan way more than NBA fan. I'd say that gap's closed quite a bit. I still think I prefer college from the upset perspective and the competitive nature. I think there's a lot less blowouts than in the NBA. But I definitely love watching the NBA, and watching Damian Lillard is just next to none. Um, also helps that he shares the same birthday as me, but that's a different story. But um, the main thing that I want to talk about, why I feel Damian Lillard deserves to be the number five player in the NBA and named the best point guard is just look at what he's done and what he's had. You, let's look at some of the other players I mentioned for being number five. Anthony Davis. What has Anthony Davis done by himself? He made one playoff run where they got knocked out in the first round by the Golden State Warriors before they acquired Kevin Durant. This was still when they had Harrison Barnes. And then he gets DeMarcus Cousins. They don't really do anything. Now he's playing with LeBron James, and he has the number one seed. Let's look at James Harden. What has James Harden done? James Harden's been to the playoffs a ton of times, but has choked in the big moments. He hasn't gotten over that hump of Golden State. They've had multiple chances to put those teams away and go to the finals, and he's come up small. He's choked. He's missed big shots. He hasn't come through. Joel Embiid. Great player. Can he stay healthy? Not really. He's never made it to an Eastern Conference Finals. He's a great player, but, you know, he hasn't done anything in the playoffs. And then Steph Curry? Steph Curry's an unreal player. Steph Curry's a Hall of Famer. Steph Curry's the greatest shooter of all time. But the biggest criticism I have with Steph is when the moment shines bright in the playoffs especially in the conference finals and the NBA finals. For the most part, Steph has come up small. Steph has had some great finals performances, but most of those were with Kevin Durant. When they did win their first championship, he had a great series, but Andre Iguodala was named playoff MVP. Now, I don't hold anything against him for this last playoffs because Steph Curry played out of his mind and lost Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson, 
And I fully believe if Clay Thompson doesn't get hurt, they win game six and they go to a game seven where you don't know what happens. Steph Hurry hit the dagger in game five in Toronto when they thought the Raptors were going to win it to bring it back to Golden State. But let's look at the players that some of these top NBA point guards have had. People are going to argue Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving are better than Damian Lillard. I'm here to tell you, heck no. Look at who Russell Westbrook's played with in his career. James Harden, Kevin Durant, Serge Ibaka, Paul George, even Steven Adams to a lesser degree. Since Kevin Durant has left, Russell Westbrook and that partnership has been gone. We'll have to see this year. But since then, he's not made it out of a first round of the playoffs. Knock, knock. Who's there? Damian Lillard. Remember what Damian Lillard did to Russell Westbrook last year? Damian Lillard gave Russell Westbrook the business for five straight games and then hit the dagger for a 50-piece and sent them going home with a nice wave goodbye. Look at Steph Curry. Steph Curry's had Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, DeMarcus Cousins, to a lesser extent, Andrew Wiggins and D'Angelo Russell, even Harrison Barnes. Kyrie Irving's played with LeBron James, Kevin Love, you know, Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, now Kevin Durant. The Celtics went farther without Kyrie when he was hurt the year before than they did with Kyrie back the year after. I know Kyrie's a clutch player and there's no way they win that finals over Golden State without him hitting that shot and playing the way he did. But it's kind of, what have you done for me lately? And of those point guards, what have Damian Lillard's been the one that's been, you know, given everything lately compared to these other guys. Damian Lillard was in the Western Conference Finals last year. Who are the best players Damian Lillard's had on his teams? CJ McCollum, Yusuf Nurkic? Are any of those guys better than Durant, Paul George, even Steven Adams, Cousins, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, Kevin Love, Jason Tatum? No. You could talk about LaMarcus Aldridge because LaMarcus Aldridge was an all-star for Dame's first few years they were together, but then he left for San Antonio. When was the last time you saw a player single-handedly carry his team through the playoffs to the Western Conference Finals by himself? When was the last time we saw that? I can't think of a time in the recent history you got all these super teams going on right now. You got Harden with Westbrook. You know, you got KD and Kyrie. You got Steph and Clay. You got LeBron and AD. You got Paul George and Kawhi. Like you got all these superstars teaming up. Meanwhile, you got Damian Lord staying loyal to Oakland and the Portland Trailblazers with CJ McCollum after they said they should break up and he's leading his team to the Western Conference Finals. Damian Lillard deserves more respect, and he deserves to be the number five player until Steph Curry can come back and prove that he is the same guy. He's going to get a chance now to prove that he can carry a team with Clay to a finals, Western Conference finals, or compete without Kevin Durant again. James Harden, if he can carry his team to an NBA finals, then sure, you can make that argument. Russell Westbrook, has he, he hasn't done anything in the playoffs. He's not a great shooter. He hasn't made it out of the first round since he hasn't played with KD. Anthony Davis, 
Let's see what he does in the playoffs now. To me, Damian Lillard is number five player, and he is the best point guard in the NBA right now. Until proven otherwise. And I got news for everyone. I'm going to go ahead and say it. If the Blazers lock up that eight seed, I think they knock out the Lakers in seven games in the first round of the playoffs. You heard it right here first. Damian Lillard and the Portland Trail Blazers will knock out the Los Angeles Lakers in seven games in the first round of the NBA playoffs if they secure the eight seed, which they are in good shape to do. Memphis just lost Jaron Jackson for the year. They haven't been playing well. The Pelicans are falling off. The only other competition for them really is, you know, Phoenix and the Spurs, who I don't think are going to be able to catch them. And the way Damian Lillard is playing, no one's guarding him. Think about what they can do against the Lakers. Who on the Lakers is guarding Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum? What guards? You think Contavious Caldwell Pope, Dion Waiters, Alex Caruso, Quinn Cook? You think those guys are guarding Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum? Heck no. But I think Carmelo Anthony, Gary Trent, Zach Collins, Whiteside, and Nurkic can do enough to limit LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the paint to make it a series and win it ultimately. Game on the line. Outside of maybe Kevin Durant, the only player I want shooting the last shot in the NBA for me is Damian Lillard. So you heard it here first. If the Blazers get the eight seed, Damian Lillard and the Blazers are knocking out the Lakers first round. All right. So now moving on to some NHL talk. So really the talk of the NHL right now is these great teams that are about to get bounced you know, in the qualifying. And it it's so hard for me personally to pick like which way I want things to go because it's a lose-lose situation for me because I'm a Buffalo Sabres fan because I don't want the Penguins and Maple Leafs or Oilers having any chance at the number one pick. But at the same time, I want them all to lose. And they're all on the brink of elimination. The Penguins are, you know, down two games to one because... Sullivan's a stubborn head coach and decided to go with Matt Murray when clearly Tristan Jari was the better option. Toronto Maple Leafs are getting outplayed by Columbus, who was the shocker of the playoffs last year, and Edmonton's on the verge of elimination from the Chicago Blackhawks. But if Edmonton can gets the first pick again, man, I'm just going to be so mad. The NHL lottery is just the dumbest thing, but I know the Penguins said they're going with Tristan Jari tonight. All these games are going to be playing today after I you know released this podcast episode so there's a good chance when I come back and talk about probably most of the stuff next Friday those three teams could be eliminated in the chance for the number one pick which is crazy because you have Crosby and Malkin with a chance at getting Lafayette or you could have the Maple Leafs getting him or the Oilers who already had so many first round picks or you can have Lafayette joining a team of Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, John Tavares, all these great players are just sickening. Um, The Rangers and the Winnipeg Jets were the first teams to be eliminated in the playoffs. Um, I don't really care if the Rangers get the first pick, but they did get Kako Kako last year, the second overall pick. Um, 
I think Panarin actually potentially lost himself the MVP conversation. I know they say playoffs usually doesn't matter, but I think it actually does. Um, the Jets, I really don't know what the Jets are going to do from here. They've made the playoffs like every year for the past five, six years with the same core group of guys and just never can get over that hump. Um, Mark Shifley getting hurt definitely doesn't help. He's one of the more elite centers in the NHL. But um, Colorado and Carolina, man, both of them look fantastic. I picked Colorado to win the cup before the year started. Rantanen, McKinnon, Landeskog, Kale McCarr, got Grubauer rocking it in net. And it was actually funny, me and my cousin Kyle were having this conversation yesterday. Um, and I'm actually glad he brought it up. But can you name a better trio in the NHL than Carolina's with, you know, Aho, Tara Vinen, um, Svechnikov? And then that's not even talking about their decor either with Dougie Hamilton potentially coming back and Slavin. I think their biggest question is Reimer and goal, but he played really well against the Rangers. Granted, it was against the Rangers, but if he continues to play like that, Carolina could make a cup run. Then you still have, obviously, the Tampas and the Bostons of the world who, you know, you can never count out Tampas. It, it's kind of, can they get over that hump, Boston? They've looked sluggish so far, but it's almost like they're saving their energy um, for when the playoffs really matter because right now they're kind of just playing exhibitions for seeding purposes. Um, but definitely a very intriguing NHL playoffs so far. I really hope, honestly, that... All three of those teams between the Penguins, Oilers, and Maple Leafs somehow all pull through and then lose in the second round. Because that would just be the best of both worlds for me personally. But um, I'm sure I'll update you guys next week after um, we see where the playoffs are at and the seating and everything. But it's just crazy to think about all three of those teams could be potentially eliminated. And then finally, last topic for today, Rob Manfred. I just want to talk about how I personally think he's the worst commissioner in all of sports right now. Like... This guy last week comes out and says he's going to shut down the MLB if, you know, coronavirus isn't managed better by the teams and the players and everything. And it's like, hold on one second here, bud. It's like, you're the commissioner of the MLB. Like, it's your, like it's your job to, like, do that. It's your job to put teams and players in the best position to stay healthy for these games to happen. Like, it's crazy. There was reports last week for, about, like, playing when they're traveling that some teams are taking planes that, like, the public use every day instead of just using a private plane. They're like, you can get professionally clean. It's not like they don't have the money to do it. Like, why aren't you forcing every single team to do that? Like, you don't have any punishment for, against players for going out after games and stuff. Like, look at what the NBA has been doing in the NHL, you know, punishing players for going out. Like, Lou Williams got suspended because he left the bubble, went out, ended up going to get chicken wings at a certain dance club, and he got suspended for it. Like, what is the commissioner of baseball man for doing? Nothing. Like, have you ever even considered thoughts about doing a bubble system? Because you've seen both other sports leagues around you that are going on have done it, and they've had zero cases in their last, like, four times testing. Like, you rushed the season because you guys wanted to make the most money for yourselves and the owners. 
and now it's a disaster because you have all these teams testing positive for coronavirus. Well, maybe you, as the commissioner of the sport, need to lay down the law, put rules in place to help protect your players so that you can, like, I don't think he understands that if the players aren't healthy and the season doesn't continue to go on, the less money you're going to make. Like, you should be doing everything in your power if you want to make money for the league and for yourself to protect your players and put them in the best situation to stay healthy. Like, the player's safety comes first and foremost, and you as the commissioner have to find a way to make that happen. Don't blame it on the players and the teams. The teams and the players can only do so much. Like, the Miami Marlins, if you think that unless you put restrictions on there's gonna be players that play in south beach miami beaches everywhere parties everywhere aren't gonna go out like that's just your problem because you're dumb and you're just dumb for not thinking that through and not putting mandates on that kind of stuff or punishing the players so it'll be interesting to see how things continue to progress looks like miami's finally back to being fully healthy, I know the Cardinals have had games now postponed. Um, the Phillies are finally back healthy again. There's really only been two to four teams that have been getting it. Everyone else seems to be okay. Um, so apparently everyone else except a handful of teams are doing it right. So hopefully Manford decides, oh, maybe I should just do my job and put some restrictions on things. Um, I know they're starting to go to doubleheaders soon, but um, we'll see what happens. But that's going to do it for today's episode, everyone. Appreciate you all for tuning in. Like I said, there will be no live session this week, but I will be having one next weekend. So stay tuned on Thursday or Friday for that. Follow me on Instagram at English Encore Podcast. I appreciate all the support you all have been giving me. Be sure to watch this episode, share it with your friends. Um, excuse me, listen to the episode. I don't know why I said watch, but... Um, Link for my Spotify is in the description of my Instagram page if you want to go back and listen to any other ones I've been doing. On Monday, I will be back with another episode. I'll be talking about Tredavious White opting in to play after speculation that he potentially could opt out. I'll be doing some more Sabres talk, um, talking about some more trades potentially that have been rumored um, since the NHL playoffs have started. Just some other things going on with the Bills as well. But thank you all for tuning in. Hope everyone stays safe and healthy, as I said before. And hope everyone enjoys their weekend coming up. This has been English Encore Podcast, Buffalo's favorite sports channel.